Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the difference between Main Street and the Federal Reserve. The bailouts of the economy have been making headlines all over the place for the past month. The Federal Reserve has agreed to buy back hundreds of billions in mortgage-backed securities from the banks and the mortgage insurers. They've allowed banks to temporarily drop their deposit reserves from the traditional 10% reserve to zero. Under normal times, that would mean the bank is insolvent, but not today. The Fed's got their back. The U.S. federal government has pledged $2.7 trillion in bailout money since the end of March. The big question is who's getting the money and, more importantly, who's getting left behind. Today in the Wall Street Journal, FHA Director Mark Calabria was quoted as having said he doesn't plan to do much to help mortgage lenders outside the FHA umbrella, where Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have potentially large exposures. Mr. Calabria, who heads the Federal Housing Finance Agency, is resisting pleas from lenders who are seeking relief as millions of Americans stop paying on their home loans, and it's sending shockwaves through the $11 trillion mortgage market. He said he's willing to stand aside even if some of the mortgage lenders fail, and he said there's plenty of capacity to move business out of failing firms into healthy ones if necessary. Mr. Calabria said that his first priority is to ensure that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the two mortgage insurance giants, that he oversees, together guarantee more than $5.5 trillion in mortgage loans. He wants to make sure they themselves are strong enough to withstand the downturn. His position offers a stark contrast to the rest of the federal government and the White House. As part of the emergency stimulus package approved by Congress at the end of March, homeowners affected by the pandemic have been allowed to suspend mortgage payments for up to a year without penalty. And as of last week, 3.4 million people had suspended payments representing about $754 billion of unpaid principal, according to Black Knight, these are a mortgage data firm based in Jacksonville, Florida. That represents about 6.4% of all residential mortgages out there. If you look at the breakdown even further, we can see that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac make up less than half, that is 46% of the loans where borrowers have stopped making payments. The Federal Housing Administration loans and the Veterans Administration loans, which make up about 31% of the total, have the highest non-payment rate at 8.9%. And the remaining 22% of loans and forbearance make up the loans where the lender is either privately held or portfolio held. That represents $1.3 billion per month in lost principal and interest payments as being faced by portfolio held and privately securitized mortgages. Now, I don't have a problem with the notion that a bailout's coming. What I do have a problem with is the inconsistent application of the remedy. How can you protect 78% of the lenders and then leave 22% of them out to dry? It's not like the 22% private lenders did anything wrong. They took the same general risks as anybody else in the market. Arguably, they took even less risk because they don't have the leverage of being a bank where the banks loan out the same deposit nine different times. Mortgage investment companies only loan out the money once. The same is true for issuers of bonds and insurance companies. What Mark Calabria is saying is that he doesn't care if individual Main Street investors lose money. The banks will happily purchase those distressed assets for pennies on the dollar. This is a new form of Robin Hood. This is where the top of the food chain steal from Main Street investors. This is the 0.1% stealing from the 1%. I believe that Main Street investing is an incredibly important part of the industry. Being beholden to government for virtually everything that involves money is not a good place for us to be as a society. The FHA position is kind of alarming. If government isn't going to help all lenders, just the ones they arbitrarily choose to help, this looks to me like a transfer of wealth. 
This is a situation where if you, as an investor, have the opportunity to refinance out of a private loan into a bank loan, assuming you can find acceptable terms, you should take it. I don't want to see equity investors lose money in these market conditions, and I don't want to see private lenders lose money either. Let's say that a lender doesn't get an interest payment for a month or two or three. Now, does that automatically mean the lender is at risk of having a bad loan and losing their loan principal altogether? Well, not necessarily. So then the question becomes, how can private lenders work with their borrowers and their stakeholder investors to provide the appropriate level of loan forbearance without risking the investor capital? This is clearly uncharted territory on a large scale. And if the problem is going to be short-lived, then lenders should be able to survive since the level of counterparty risk can be contained. If you have the opportunity to lobby your own politicians, be it at the local or state level, I urge you to do so. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.